The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everyone, this is Sarah. Hi. <laughs> hey, this is Megan. We are finally bringing you our episode, currently making it to release as soon as we make it. We know you're all waited waited and they waited breath. they're waiting on baited breath yes waited on baiting breath they waited nope. on drunken yeah breath and i'm as we did i'm working on it you're working on it i know as am i are you well i Your had glass a one seems, this is three okay it seems a little bit empty emptier than i'd like it to be emptier well that means i'm drinking it okay well Keep it Does up, it? sister. Okay. Keep it up. Oh, you mean filling Sis? it up more? Yeah. Drink. Yes, I see what you mean. But I like that you have your wine literally next to your glass, so it's just yes, be it is an easy right fill. next to it. Right. Yep. Yeah. It should be good levitated. on you. Yes. Yep. Hey, you guys. It's so good to be back. We missed you. We are so excited to be here. Um, we have a new Patreon. We do. We have another <gasps> Patreon. Kristen J. Thank you so Kristen. much. The fact that she I'm signed so up, she happy. picked one of our men. I believe she is also a Burt Reynolds, who's been so popular lately, Bert, as he should be. And his hairy chest. As he should be. And long duck his dog. Cosmo. Everybody loves him. Yep. So thank you so much. I will be sending you some gifts in the mail. Um, thank you. And if you would like to support us in our calling. Yes, this is our calling. We're not talented. That means no. we aren't a talent in it. We just were called to do it. Come we rain or shine. Yeah. We can't help that our skills are poor. <laughs> but we try our best. And our drinking habits yes. are poor. Yeah. And we just want to talk about murders. Right. And, and just and make fun husbands. of dicks. Yeah. 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 And tell terrible boner jokes. Sorry, moms. And talk about hemorrhoid creams and Vaseline. Right. Sorry. That's what we want to do with our life. Also, I want to do, God damn it, I want to do like a prose hair commercial or... You would be, she has great hair. She would be good at a commercial. And you have, you use tampons often. I want to get some sponsors. Yeah. We just have to be popular. I have one that I might I might talk about today if I like this next drink that I have. Oh, yeah. We'll see. You are trying something new. I'm going to try like. something new. Well, thank you. Yes, you can join Patreon, too, and support our show. That would be so wonderful. We also have an Etsy shop with stickers. New one's coming. Oh, you the can new find, one is yes, so cute. You can find all our links on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. our Instagram, on our page, or on our podcast website and the show notes has a link tree to all our links so you can find everything about us if you're just so curious about two hags that talk (laughs) about nothingness then just check us out we would be so excited and thrilled and yes so happy tell your friends and co-workers if they like murders 
and just bitching about stuff. They Who might wouldn't love it? Like us. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we are going to begin our episode, which is another of our just standard classic forensic files. We went to our, our favorite. It was a like a 70 Mama's Family week, and it's only been two days where we needed 70s Mama's Families to calm us down and comfort show. We've been hot yeah. mess. Right. Hot. Right. I cried today at 7... 22 you weren't the only one i didn't but there were several others today crying my full co- out my co-worker claire yes. came in and bought me or brought me a snickers and she was like oops i forgot to give this to you and i just looked at her like it's already seven twenty-two, and i can't do this day and yeah. i just the tears started welling up in my eyes and she's yeah. like it's okay buddy yeah. If you eat the Snickers, whatever. What is You'll turn Snickers? from Betty yeah. White into like mm-hmm. a football player. Right. Yeah. You can do this. And so I got it together. The Snickers did it. And I stopped myself. I ate the Snickers. I didn't eat it at 728 at like at 215. Sure. But still. Yeah. It's been a bitch. I know. And you need your comforts, but it's been hard. Our mystery job is really hard. It's been right really now. hard. Very difficult to get through even a minute. So, mm-hmm. but we're all in the same pain. All in the same pain, which helps when you have coworkers that are feeling your pain. Of course, they're crumpled on the floor and crying. <laughs> so you have to take turns. In the fetal position, like, yeah. you need to get up now. It's my right, turn. Right. It's my turn to collapse. Yes. In that disinfected spot. We can right. only collapse in that cleaned area. Right. The COVID free spot. I know. I, I like to just take my walks and that's when I listen to my podcasts and just get out. And I hadn't even did that today. I couldn't even do that today or yesterday no. and just go take my walk in the woods. Nope. I've been listening to Spooked. In I the love Spooked. Woods. Yes, it's in the woods kind Sarah of. Sarah Michelle and, Geller. You yeah. have got to say what are our what do you call them? Our but it's gurus, a our woods. mentors yeah. tell us stay out of the woods. It's like a paved woods with woods on each side. But when you're listening to Spooked or True, true Crime podcast, it is scary. That's where murderers. Yeah, I know, live I know, but I love that one. Petters, yeah. So look out. Yeah. Keep your wits about you. I there. know, I know. But we're this is our comfort too. We like doing mm-hmm. this. We put our energy into this. So yep. again, thank you to everyone who even listens and supports us. We are just amazed. I know. Truly it makes amazed. Me cry. If we can make you Good forget cry. your yeah. terrible job or just give you a half an hour or an hour of laughs, then we feel so good to just make someone else forget their troubles yeah. for a few minutes. Because we do when we talk about this. We kind of forget it. And then the reality hits again. But then we can pretend. (laughs) Yeah. So this this forensic files was weird. Was was weird because the husband was so terrible. Well, I have some thoughts. Yes. First of all, let's start with we're in 1995 again. Right. We've had a few 1995. So it's a really deadly year. We were in college. It's the year of boys to men. Let's yes. just say it. Let's just put it out there. I've said it before. I'll say it again. My, I'm an, I'm yeah. the biggest fan. You are. And 1995 was the epitome of Wanya Morris and boys to men. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I make love to you. 
like you want me to. I loved it. Yeah, I know. That was your whole year. I know. We all know. Okay. We know. That's all I care about. And really nothing else. I brought up. um, It was like the year of old people shows on TV. Like Mm. Matlock and Jag. I feel like. Did anyone ever watch Matlock and Jag that isn't under 70? That's under 70. Well, they would be dead now if they watched it in 1995. Yes. Nope. No one did. Then I've was, never seen one episode no. of Matlock. Is that like a I detective? I think I've probably seen, yeah, he was a detective, but he was a lawyer. No, he was oh. a lawyer and like a Who defense was lawyer. He? he was like a Perry Mason. Uh, what's his name? With white hair? Yes. Um, oh, my God. Now you have to look it up. I can't God think of his name. God damn it. Um, I can see. We oh, can I know him. who it is. Of it's, course um, we know who it is. What's his name that was? Da, 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 yeah. da, that was the from sheriff. Andy Griffith. Yes. God. Oh, yep. Oh, that's it. shit. That was tough. Oh. Woo. Boy, our brains are bad. That was on for nine seasons, Matt. Like, it ended in 1995. Okay. So that's yeah. probably why it came up. So yep. the olds had been watching it for a long time and were probably super they disappointed. They were dying off. Yeah. And... A show that ended that my family loves. My family will appreciate this. And again, it's a British show. So no, no one else Sarah. has heard of it. It's called Keeping Up Appearances. It's probably the funniest, one of the funniest British comedies. It's so, it's just so good. And no one's ever heard of it, but it's just brilliant. It's about this just woman who really tries to like keep up this perfect life, even though her life is a shit show and ev- disaster around every single corner and her relatives are just trash. She tries to keep up appearances in her town as being like this, you know, high and mighty pulled together woman. Yeah. And so it's just really funny because she's just a shit show. Every episode is her being a shit show and then trying to like impress the vicar and, and you know, all the ladies of the church and she's just a mess. It's a great. Yeah. That's like a parody of life. Right. It's so funny because it's so true. And then she goes to her her sister's just trash and her sister's husband's always in like a dirty, filthy tank top and just trash. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's super embarrassed of them. It's great. It was a great show. Where did you find this? Like it was on PBS, PBS? I'm sure. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It started in 1990, I think. So my sister and mom always watched it, but I know enough of it. I watched it too. It's really funny. And then Baywatch Nights. Mm -mm. I I did watch Baywatch. A few like accident, like if it was on after school. Well, because it was always on. I probably did see like 10 episodes, maybe. Um, And then there was like the Pamela Anderson. And then there was the flat girl with the short brown hair. Stephanie. Yeah. And they had to have her because she was probably the smart one who actually saved lives, even it, though she was flat. And had, but isn't she the one that David Hasselhoff loved? Maybe. I don't even remember. Maybe. She was the athlete. Right. She was that super athletic. Could swim and actually and could run. save people. Yeah. And think. She was no joke. And solve whatever mysteries would happen on that show. Big boob Carmen Electra. Yeah. She was fucking someone drowned and she was like, uh, yeah. On her radio, like David Hasselhoff, please, or Flat Jason Girl. Jason Momoa was on <gasps> Hawaii uh-huh. Baywatch, I think. Whatever. One of the Baywatches. Before he had good hair, though. Yeah. He was a baby. He was, was a tiny baby. He was short and all tall. Like That's tall and short. He was still cute. 
but he was just a generic he wasn't generic yeah makes him don't you think yeah oh for sure my god and now scar face and stuff yeah because he got in a yeah bar fight Mm -hmm. and cut up his whole eye and now it's something about it yeah he's just feral that's what's sexy about him Mm -hmm. yeah just he's unexpected i know and he cares about the environment and he cares about water he does yeah but it's weird that i would find that attractive because my husband is not no he's clean cut he yeah he wears golf preppy clothes half gay yeah (laughs) that's called bi yeah (laughs) but maybe more on the gay side of appearances like, he's not keeping up appearances of being no. not bi. He yeah. still says he's my husband, right. oddly, but yeah. his golf apparel would tell you otherwise. Yes. But he looks sharp. He does. Yeah. He's sharp. He's, and he's fit. That's the other Very gay, fit. Yeah. That's the other You just look well in clothes when you're fit. You look mm-hmm. great in clothes. And so you wear a nice, sharp golf outfit. He's sharp looking. People will go, you have to be gay because only a gay looks that... <laughs> Pulled together all the time. And where's that belt? Yeah. Only a gay care about their appearance. Yeah. Right. So So it was old people's shows. It was boys to men. The movies we'd talked about before. Um, 1995 is just so many murders that there's. Right. We've talked. Everybody was tired of everybody else and there was nothing else to do. Friends. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 95 the oj simpson trial right. yep we everybody was about just, it. nobody yeah. else did anything else because that's what they were watching no, yeah that's it our forensic files episode is called a welcome intrusion which is ends up being a pretty fitting name it was it was yes. a good one at first I we are in springfield on. missouri mm-hmm which could be springfield on the simpsons uh-huh. of what a shit show this whole thing was right and Donna Winger, but, but it's D O N N A H. A H. That's right. It's taking it the extra step of the H. If you want to really fuck with your kids' teachers. Yes. You name your kid Donna and then you spell it with an H so that when they pronounce her name on the first right. day of school, they say Donna. 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 And then Johnson? she has to say, it's just Donna. It's Donna. Just like my sister, who's Natale. Yeah. Instead of Natalie. Natale? Why did your Natalie. mom do that? I don't know if they knew how to spell Natalie. <laughs> I think they didn't, actually. So she pays for it. Yes. In 1995, Donna, Donna. Winger yep. is 32. And she has a new tiny baby. Baby Bailey. Bailey. Which is cute. That's a cute name for night. They were flying home because she was visiting her family in Florida. Mm-hmm. Her mother, I'm assuming. During the ride home, well, she she's at the airport, and I guess her husband, Mark Winger, was too busy jerking or something <laughs> to pick her and his daughter up at the yep. airport. So she got a rental shuttle van mm-hmm. called Bart. Bart fitting yep. to Springfield, the Simpsons. Right. It has to be. So this Bart van comes up, picks up her and her teeny tiny baby. And the ride home, the driver, it was said, drove erratically, speeding, driving all over. Weaving. And also saying out loud that he heard voices of people telling, the voices were telling him to kill Kill people. people. So he's telling Donna this in the car (laughs) the whole time. 
as she is hanging on for dear life, grabbing her onto her baby. little bit, tiny baby, fearing for her life as the psycho is telling her he hears voices to kill people. Correct. That's when I would just think he's taking me to my death somewhere. I'm never, I'm not right. going to live through this. So she's right. probably hysterical and panicking. And this is pre-cell phone. Right. You can't do anything. She's no, not going to jump out on the highway. She has a baby. A car. Yes. Yep. A van. The driver's name was Roger Harrington, mm-hmm. and they apparently had no pictures of him because they show a seventh grade picture over he and over again where he looks seventh 12 grade acne. And he has zits all over his face. Yes. And he's clearly Justin's or whatever picture with the, the brown screen. The pre um, filter picture. Right. Like, where you, you they could don't look like yeah. this. Or you could pay $10 for touch ups. Right. And you always check touch ups because you look like a huge. <laughs> asshole in your school pictures all the time yeah but they're showing a school picture so i said what is the deal why is this 12 year old zitz driving the van that's why he's freaking out Mm -hmm. he's 12 (laughs) so when she got home he doesn't even have his license no he doesn't have his license and he's high as a kite yeah when she got home donna details the incident to her husband mark she writes it down in this huge letter oh my god what else is there to do i guess anyway maybe in 1995 she said she I put felt on, she put on voice to men. Right. She put like, on voice to men and wrote her yep. harrowing down uh, on incident. Knees. She said, I felt as if my life and the life of my daughter were in the hands of a nut. <laughs> she called him a nut, I know. which is great. I was like, you couldn't think of a better word. Right. Donna? A total fuckwit, crazy <laughs> bastard, but a nut. He is a nut. He was, yeah. Donna reported the driver, Roger, to the shuttle company Bart. Bart. <laughs> <laughs> and Roger Harrington was then suspended for being a nut. As it should have been. You can't drive no. people like that. And people, you That's know. That's not are, a good face right. for your company, Bart. So good good on you. Right. There. The next scene is a 911 call. We skip right ahead to a 911 911 call. Right. From Mark Winger, Donna's husband, Mark Winger. Mark starts the call by saying emergency emergency <laughs> i mean what is he on like a a terrible sitcom or like er or yeah i'm not sure that who yells emergency emergency into the phone because after i saw the crime scene footage i wouldn't have been screaming much more than that right something like what the yeah, she would just yeah. be screaming. Yeah, he wouldn't just say emergency, emergency. No, I thought that was weird. But then he was kind of crying, screaming. He was, yeah, cry screaming. Yeah. yeah, eventually. Yeah, he says, "I just shot this man in my house. He beat my wife." And then the nine one one operator says, "Where is the man at?" And he says, he's laying on the floor. He's making noises. Yeah, she says, is he dead? And he says, <laughs> I don't know. He's making weird sounds. So, no, at that point, uh, Mark, he's not dead. No. If he's still making sounds. That's, right. That's a living. He then being. said he is laying there on the floor with a bullet in his head. Which yeah. we will come back to. Yes. A bullet in his head. And then 
he says she says something like, like what did you put did you and shoot then, him yeah or something? he says yes he was beating my wife yeah but then all of a sudden he goes the baby's crying the baby's crying the baby's crying i gotta get the baby i'll call you back and hangs up mm-hmm. and maybe let the baby cry at that instant the baby will be okay <laughs> in the crib for a few minutes oh if your wife God. is beaten to death on the floor and you have a dead moaning bullet head imagine man. that yeah imagine but it. he hangs up because the baby's crying so then Okay, what are we going to do here? Police arrive. Donna Winger is found face down on the dining room floor. And I wrote, what? Right away. Because she's found face down, which means her husband did not at any time try to tend to her or comfort her or cradle her. I'm assuming cradle her in his arms. Because if your wife was beaten to death by another man, wouldn't you go to her and just kind of maybe hold her and try to put your hand on her wounds or say it's okay. And not just leave her her face down in the carpet. Right. Beaten face down with her face in the carpet. You might tilt it a little bit. So if she was alive, she could write like you're trying to see if she's okay. Yeah. Can I bring you a Diet Coke? Anything? (laughs) Do you need a bandage? Do you need an ice pack? A wet paper towel? Do you want a clean shirt? Do you, how's your underwear? Is it clean? Oh, my God. I know your underwear is not clean. Do you want me to change it before the, they take you away in the ambulance? No, oh, my God. It's your worst nightmare. Oh, your bra. You're wearing that terrible oh. bra, aren't you? He got, does nothing yes, to help her. Nubby. Nothing. Your nubby bra. Yeah, your beige one that's uh, just torn yeah. to shreds. Yeah. Oh, we all, but that bra, you know, you, she has, um, she feels I buy poor quality bras. Megan does. Um, they're the worst. (laughs) And then I have poor quality clothes. Uh Oh, I can't hang on. But I say it in a loving way. I I mean it. (laughs) I mean it in a loving way. You're very frugal. Yes. Um, so and you spend yeah. your money on you know Walt Disney trips. And I do. I, My money goes to Disney yeah, and not to Brazil. I am very proud of you for that because I never have money to take trips. But you, it shows in my kitchen table, correct. and it shows in my brazier attire. My underwear is cute. I did buy new underwear. Rem- I mean, I've never seen that, so I'm they're glad. actually kind of cute. But everything else is terrible. I but know. Remember yeah. when you when we started our second job or our third job yes. together and you came to train with me and I looked down at you and I was like um you have a giant hole in yes. your shirt and that sweater is from 1999 yeah and you sh- you're out in public that was like yeah. that meme that you posted on our thing yes. that was like I didn't plan on getting out of the car right. on our Facebook page. And I was but just then like, I ended up getting out of the car. All and, your clothes yeah. that day had holes in them. I know. They, I, was, I was. Did you throw those away? Probably. My daughter now forces me to throw okay. my stuff away. God. She can't take it anymore. And she, she does it. So. I mean, I, and yeah. it's prime day today. And I, I will be, I will admit that I'm kind of a clothes snob, but I buy a good amount of my clothes on Amazon now. Yeah. And it's really comfy and some yes. cute. You have super cute There's clothes. Cute yeah, stuff it's very on fashionable. There. So today, yes. after we do this, look, and if we're not too I'll drunk, I'm going to buy Because then some I'll stuff. end up getting like a weird Huxtable sweater or something. <laughs> be like, this is cute. And parachute pants. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 Huxtable. 
So we're in this terrible murder. I guess. Anyway, sidetrack. Yeah, sorry. Oops. Poor Roger, the 12 year old with acne, who's really a grown man, <laughs> was laying on his back in the corner, but a few feet away. So mm-hmm. his head, though, was in the same direction as her head, which ends up being kind of an important thing. They were like thing. parallel and the same direction. Right. Facing the same yeah. direction, but he was laying a few feet behind on her back, on his and back, she and she was on her front. Their heads were the same way. Both were rushed to the hospital, but were pretty much dead on arrival. They were dead in the ambulance. They had long been dead. They showed amazingly cute pictures of Donna. She was a cute lady. Just really pretty. pretty, Looked really happy. Her and her baby. Just an adorable kid. Really beautiful woman. Mark then is explaining what happened to the police they show the reenactment of him in the basement on his treadmill, <laughs> just looking like a huge douche. I, I, really? I, I he still was not, slow walking. He was on slow the walking treadmill. on the treadmill. What man does that? Really? What what man does that? Do did men, you did you see? I do that, but well, I don't even go near a treadmill. Um, did you see the guy who they had on there, Miles Krieger, MD? Did you write anything about him? I maybe did. Okay, so he was right before Mark was running on the treadmill. They had one of Donna's co-workers. His name was oh, Miles yes. with a Y. Yes. Talking about her. And he was like, she just, she didn't deserve it. And, she, and he was like smiling as he was talking about her being brutally he murdered. And, Something was wrong with Or he was him. simple, maybe. But he was an MD. Oh, well. I wrote, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you smiling when you're talking The simpler you are now, the higher you raise in your maybe. profession. Yeah. That's my new That's... everything. <laughs> he hears, so he's slow walking on his treadmill mm-hmm. like a monster douche. And Very go outside slow. and take a walk. But then I go, I mean, I go on my treadmill or whatever, but I just don't get it. I don't go anywhere. For a... Um, he hears a commotion upstairs and immediately before addressing the commotion, he goes and grabs his gun. I think he would just, you would assume it's your kids just fighting and come in the room and say, what is going on? Or if I heard, I would assume it's my dogs wrestling all over my couch and tearing everything to shreds. I would just come up and be like, knock it off, get off the couch. I wouldn't immediately go grab a gun and come see, oh, it's my husband just working out. Yeah. Yeah. You and wouldn't assume that that what happened. Right. Unless happened. she yeah. was screeching for help. But in this case, I mean, right. I don't know. He didn't mention that part in his no. story. He runs into the hallway. He sees Roger Harrington beating his wife with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Hitting her in the head over and over. And so he fires the gun once, I believe he said, mm-hmm. or twice. Maybe he said he shot him twice, killing him. And then we see Dave Berenger, who I wrote was a poor man's Tom Skerritt. Yeah. Can, yes. Very poor man. A very poor man's Tom Skerritt. Mm-hmm. I love had, Tom Skerritt. If you had cataracts, you would think it was Tom Skerritt. <laughs> and you would say, look <laughs> it, it's Tom Skerritt. What's he been in since 1990? He also had a lisp. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Mark blurted out, this is the man that's been stalking my wife and harassing my family. Right. Police ask Mark. And then they were like, ooh, what? Right. They're realizing, okay, this this is a complicated scene. So they start trying to 
calm everybody down and piece it together. They ask, why is Roger at your house? Mark said, I have no idea, which this statement alone, I realized they could have used to solve the crime immediately. Correct. And they did not. So this seems to have just been a fart in the wind because it disappeared. <laughs> there were a lot of farts in the wind. Right. He shit his first. pants and they yeah. ignored it with yep. this statement. Yep. Roger Harrington's car was literally parked mm-hmm. in front of their house. Mm-hmm. Literally just in front of the house at the driveway. Like not not in down a the street. rage on the lawn or whatever. No. Like, come in. Do, do, do. Not right. hiding no. a few blocks away. Parked it was not nicely. night. It was the middle of the day. It right. was like 4.30 p.m. Where everyone's coming home and driving by. Mm-hmm. Donna had a handwritten account. Her handwritten account of the nut account <laughs> was on the fridge right. for some reason. Just like a, like a good flipped. test. Yep. yep. Flipped, flipped on the, the fridge. test. Fridge. Police then treat it as Donna's statement of her ride with Harrington, right. which at the time is supporting Mark's story that Harrington was this crazy bastard that drove like a weird dick and scared her to death. <laughs> she complained and he lost his job. And so he's probably pissed, you know, and it makes the, sense. it's yep. making sense. The police are thinking, OK, when they do a background check on Roger Harrington, then they find all this shit that he was suffering from mental illness for many years and in fact had been twice hospitalized for psych treatment he got to go to my sanitarium and oh, took my spot two times he yeah, got to he go. got my wicker wheelchair god damn it oh man he was living the life there but poor poor roger he, roger yeah he had some mental problems right and john smith schmidt schmitty as his friends, I'm sure, called him, or Shitty, as shitty, I would have called yes, him. That's what we would have called John him. John Shitty, Shitty John, I would have called him. <laughs> shitty John. And then he would have just been like, oh my God, I have a class with her again. Shitty yeah. John, come sit over here by me. Uh, be partners. Let's be partners for this. Oh, he was, talk about just your average Joe that could blend into a crowd. Total nondescript totally. face. He should be from the CIA. He would never remember his no, face. He right. could get away with any crime. And you're like, I don't even know. He looked like a guy. Is I have no like idea. Is that a prereq for being in the CIA? Maybe. Do you have to have a you really... Have to, I don't think you can be memorable because people, you have to disguise yourself. And so, I don't know. Maybe. What do I know? I'm I'm assuming you have it. to be nondescript to blend in if you're a spy. Instead of just having like a huge tits. Nose. <laughs> Nose. <laughs> teeth. Huge giant teeth. Like a Don di- Draper yeah. dick. Right. <laughs> Not wear underwear. It's just swinging. <laughs> sir. I'm sorry, sir. Are you wearing um, underwear? No, I'm not. Well, That's memorable. It shows. Yes. Thank you, John Ham. So Thanks for the memories. Shitty John says. He was an individual like keep, millions of Americans. Keep going because I just have to get another drink. Okay. This Remember, folks, we're working on drunk tonight. Right. Yeah. We are. We're working on it. You need. You should fill up your glass I know. Now. I'm having it. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. So Shitty John says he was an individual like millions of Americans, like us, he had a mental health issue and it was being addressed. He clearly was trying to get help. So he had medication. He was going, he went to the, oh, it's your new one. He went to the hospital. He's trying to get help. His parents were very aware. His family was helping him. So he was mentally ill, but he was getting treatment for right. it. Yep. 
they hey, do listen to this listen i'm trying right. a new drink okay. it's called sophia mini brute rose california this is like sophia coppola oh and it is rose wine with fizz and it comes in a can with a tiny straw and like a, like your a own capri little, yes. sun but for drunks. Oh, sorry. It's for drunks, for drunk mothers. Oh, oh my God. And look at it. even Bends. has the bendy accordion style. Okay, let's try it. Convenient. It's good. Because maybe Sophia Coppola will call me and ask me, to do, <laughs> ask me yeah. to do a commercial for her and pay us. Yeah. Is it good? No. Oh, geez. Oops. We lost that. Oops. It's not good. That one, we pissed all over that. Sorry. That endorsement. Sorry, Francis and Sophia Coppola. Well, she ruined The Godfather 3 with her face. Um, She ruined The Outsiders with yeah. her face. Ooh, ooh. Why am I so mean? Well, we both are mean. I encourage it. I'm sorry. Sophia, we apologize. You're very talented, Sophia. Sure. But your wine doesn't taste. It's terrible, I guess. But if you have enough of them. Maybe. I'm going to drink it. The crime scene was shown on forensic files in this house. Now, I cannot speak, but I will. <laughs> this house was a shit show disaster. Okay. There were literal paper towel rolls all over the floor. Mine at least are all over the table here. There was piled, like foot tall piles like hoarders of shit in corners. It just made me feel so good. Right. I mean, my house look around terrible. Look at this table. But it makes me she feel had a new so baby. Good. It so makes she probably me f- yeah. No, but I really think like when you looked at these people, it's like they had it together and I think that about everyone. I'm like, why is everyone so perfect and I suck shit and I go home and j- there's just like a bomb went off in my house. I really think that's how people live. I'm just going to believe well, that we're clean all just until the weekend. fucking slobs. She probably got killed during the weekday. Yes. And like everybody's house looks like a fucking disaster by Tuesday night. And it just stays that way until Saturday. Until you can pull your head out of your right. ass and try to pick up. Exactly. I'm sorry. I liked it. I was the, I, I'm here for it that. It was a disaster, yeah, though. It was. I. She would have died of embarrassment. Well, she, she died. She would have also died of embarrassment had the film crew come in and filmed her house known that and it's a shit show. But right. I loved what she did with the hammer. Yes. Well, that's Mark's story. So hopefully it was true. I feel like that was his excuse to have it on the right. table. That's what the cops said. Yeah. But there was a hammer laying on the carpet and blood was splattered everywhere pretty much because she was hit in the head. The story Mark gave is that Donna wanted a picture hung yeah. and Mark was dragging his ass, not hanging the picture. So she just brought out the picture to the dining room table and had the hammer next to it to remind him, get this shit done. Hint, hint, you yes. motherfucker. And it still never got done. No. of is Are we surprised? And she ends up getting killed with the hammer so she loses <laughs> even trying to have one that's nice a thing double done in her loss house. that's a double loss because her husband was decided to walk on a treadmill downstairs <laughs> that's a triple take loss two seconds to hang this thing up yep but then that's what you gotta do it yourself i guess i'm sorry you have to do it yourself 
That's what I learned. I learned that too. And Tess I do it Nelson, shitty. If you're out there, you help me do it myself too. But yeah, hanging pictures is a bitch. It's terrible. And yes, we have to do it ourselves. Women, mm-hmm. women unite. Sisters are doing it for themselves. That's right. On the table as well were very odd things that you would bring to a murder. So if I, w- I was going to kill somebody, I would not bring my coffee cup. No. I would not bring my cigs. So well, Roger Harrington's cigarettes and his coffee mug were sitting on the dining room table. I mean, you don't smoke. So no, you would not bring cigarettes. But the coffee mug is I might have odd. had it and brought it. If we would have brought, I mean, ours would be like, have the, it's always the husband right. shit all over it. If, right. It would implicate us immediately. Because we have our own stickers on all right. of our belongings. Everything. And we have April's mugs. Yes. From we would have those. And we would bring those and it would be full of booze. And our yeah. DNA would be all over it. Yeah. And we'd just leave it on the table. Yeah. And as I'm murdering, I would just be sipping from yeah. it, apparently. Yep. He needed some a caffeine buzz. As he was murdering. And then he was going to smoke a cigarette when it was done. Why wouldn't you? Uh, Oh, yeah. So the cops then, when they saw that, thought, that's very odd that he has belongings here. What what is going on? Mm -hmm. Police decide, though, that Harrington must have been there for seeking revenge because the wingers complained about him. He... He lost his job and he was very angry. He said those kind of crazy things like right. that he wanted to kill people in when he was driving her home. But it seemingly to ignore the fact, though, the police are ignoring that he did park right in front of the house. He did bring in the coffee and cigs. He doesn't bring a weapon with him. He is skinny and I don't know if can even Maybe. throw a punch. Maybe he still has acne from right. teen- his teenage years. We don't know. It just didn't seem like he was. That's what he was planning. Unless he went to discuss things with her, she told him to piss off, and he got mad and started hating her with a hammer, or freaked right. out and just attacked and killed Donna. And they show sweet Helen, who is Roger's mom at this yes. point, and she. I mean, she seems to know and acknowledge that he has had mental health issues, right. but she was like, he was never violent. Never right. in my wildest dreams would I have thought that he was violent and he's never done anything violent. She could not believe that the story was right. true. Right. Meanwhile, Mark is called a hero. The whole town <laughs> treats him as if he's a hero to the fact that he actually writes a letter to the newspaper thanking the whole town for their support of him at this harrowing time of his wife being brutally beaten and supporting him and his little girl. And I would like to also point out at this point, there had been a few pictures of Mark shown on forensic files. And I would like you listeners to know one, Mark had hot glasses he did have hot glasses two his eyebrows were very full right i would liken them to a eugene levy but not as attractive and much more wide set violent eyebrows i love a full eyebrow on a man like i love eugene levy i love dan levy i have a a gene (laughs) shallot We're bringing up you Gene Shallot again. Shallot. I do. 
But this man, <laughs> I like caterpillar eyebrows, but they were very wide set. It was eyebrows wrong. That went, they fell just over the top of the hot glasses. Yes. And <laughs> he looked a little bit like um, Tobias. No, 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 no. Um, who was on Arrested Development? The the son. That, Tony Hale? Um. Or- yeah, correct. What was With his the name? Hook or yes, yeah, what was Tony his Hale. Name? I don't remember his name on the show. Oh but... my god, yes, yeah. that's who. Like, it wasn't Joe. It was yeah, George kind of Michael. It was. He looked like yes. him. Oh my god, a little bit. My husband yeah. is going to kill me right now because I can't. You look it up, so I'll keep of... going. We're skipping ahead four years. Four years go by. The police pretty much let it go. It's wrapped up as just a terrible murder incident by a person who's mentally ill. Surprise, surprise. In four years, Mark has not only married the nanny of Bailey, Bailey's nanny. They have had three children in four years. Buster Buster Bluth. Yes. So he looks like Buster. With hot glasses. So picture Buster without the hook. Yep. Yep. He has three children. So baby Bailey is now probably five. Mm-hmm. Three other children with the nanny. The they nanny. wasted no time. They wasted zero minutes. No time. Where it all starts coming to shit for Mark comes from Deanne Schultz, who was Donna's best friend. And what a best friend she was. She was just the epitome was of best be- friends. Best friends like that. Who needs enemies? She's having a difficult time, and she's still having a difficult time. This bitch also took a spot in the sanitarium, my spot with my wicker chair. There have been a lot of your Lots spots of taken. sanitariums taken. She Three was having spots, such a hard time that she was hospitalized in the uh, rest home for the nuts, <laughs> <laughs> the funny farm, the booby hatch. Yep. And needed actual shock therapy. therapy. Mm-hmm. It is not one flew over the cuckoo's nest anymore where they Mm-mm. just hook you up awake and zap the shit out of you. They do put you asleep, but it's called electroconvulsive therapy where they just shock the shit out of your brain to the point pretty much where you just don't remember huge parts of your life. And so then you can't be depressed about it. And they and still do it. Yes. All the but time. But it is very, I mean, you have to be very depressed. It's yes. not like George. No. You sign I mean, George, oh, yeah. what, you, what am I talking about? Jack Nicholson, where right. it's like, we'll just they shock just everybody. They just the shit out of yeah. him. No. Yeah. It's serious business. She was on numerous medications and had been fighting this depression for about four years. Really, after her friend had been murdered, she just went downhill. She tells the doctor what has been burdening, burden, burden, burdening her. <laughs> She tells her doctor, hopefully, because that's why she's there. One time she tried to tell her doctor what had been burdened burdened in her. And he shocked the shit out of her tits. (laughs) Zapped her. He's like, what do you mean? I can't understand. Yes. Yeah. Deanne then tells the police because the doctor says, good Christ, tell the police pretty much. Like, Jesus, go to the cops. She was having an affair with Mark Winger at the time of Donna's death. So before not only before and, and after she was Donna's best friend, but was having an affair with her husband and continued the affair with her husband. I would kick you in the crotch so hard. Right. 
Oh my gosh. From your grave, you would just reach your so skeleton leg out hard. and kick me in the crotch. Right up your yes. coochie. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, jokes on you. I have a yeast infection. <laughs> Suck it, corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eat poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking these flowers back, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Some friend you are. I guess her depression was caused not by the death of Donna, but by her suspicions that Mark <laughs> caused Donna's death. So she didn't mind that she was sleeping Mm-mm. with her husband and that she got Mm-mm. beaten to death with a hammer in her own home. Mm-mm. She started getting depressed because she felt Mark committed the crime. And kept it to herself and went nuts. And then he left her. Yeah. Like. Well, rings were purchased. Yep. Yep. Wedding rings were purchased. Before the murder. Before the murder. So Mm -hmm. Mark is purchasing wedding rings to marry another woman. Deanne just assumes it's for her. And she thinks her and Mark will get married. All of a sudden, then he doesn't just leave his wife. She ends up dead. Super. Oh, convenient. And she thinks they're going to get married, but Mark instead immediately dumps Deanne and marries the nanny. Again, what a lucky woman to marry caterpillar wide set eyebrows and hot glasses. Yes, that looks like Buster Bluth. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. And walks on a treadmill in the basement. Hard And wears gross gym clothes, not even sexy gym clothes. Yep. Nope. I'm going to just take my chances yep. on some dating service. I guess. Yeah. Did they like internet dating wasn't really a thing. And I don't, I doubt it. Shit. No more evidence than comes to light. So this evidence I feel was around for a while though. And they just didn't even give two shits. Yeah, they didn't. Mark said in his first story to the cops that he shot Roger twice right away. He saw he runs into the room. Roger is just hammering and beating his wife and he just immediately shoots the gun. He went and grabbed the gun, not even knowing what it was for, just shoots away. A neighbor though was outside taking groceries out of her <laughs> Yeah, she's taking a dump in her yard and taking the groceries out of her right. trunk. At the same apparently. time. Yep. She heard one shot where she was outside, heard a gunshot. She just kind of looks to the side like, hmm, interesting. No maybe, maybe it's that gross caterpillar eyebrow farting again. And she thought, ish. And then she goes inside. Puts the fi- groceries puts away. away. is washing up. And then it's like way over five minutes later, she hears a second shot and thinks, hmm, Did whatever. Did she call the police? Is this a place where I don't shooting... Know. I think they interviewed all the neighbors and that's what she said. No, I feel like it was, there were no shootings in this neighborhood. Right. During the 911 call though, Mark says he has a bullet in his head, meaning probably just one bullet. No, he has a bullet in his head. That's what he said. Yeah. Roger is moaning in the background where you can actually hear him going. Mark then hears the moaning, and that's when he starts talking about the baby crying, the baby crying. Detective Williamson that we meet. I didn't even yeah. write what he looks like. He must have been boring or he something. had a mustache. Yes, he did have a mustache, yeah. I believe. Yeah, that's all. Always had his doubts at the scene, although he never seemed to really voice them. He Jeez. didn't have enough 
Paul, right? I think. He I, was yeah, his superiors, he said, closed, yeah. closed the case. He really couldn't do anything. Yep. But what he thinks was is that Mark was on the phone realizing that Harrington was still alive, hangs up the phone and shoots him again. And right. that's why the neighborhood had delayed shot. Right. He also, the detective also had a weird feeling because the paramedics did find Donna face down. Right. Mark says he was cradling his wife like you should have been, but then you just turn and you her face down her? and dump yeah. her face down on the <clears throat> carpet. You no. wouldn't do that. No. Just grind her face into the carpet again. What what is going on? You she would and you would have no. maybe blood marks on your shirt from her bloody head right. or something. And no, nope. I don't know. The detective looks at the photos of the crime scene before the bodies were taken away, and here's where he notices that their bodies are not in any kind of position that matches Mark's story at right. all. Roger is laying on his back; his head is in the same direction. On his back, his head in the same direction as Donna. So Mark is explaining it that he is shooting at Roger and Roger is falling backwards. Well, then his head would be, his feet would be facing her head and his head would be back in the opposite way. That wasn't what it was at all. They were saying like for him to land in his position, he would have had to do like a literal backflip and land or twist around around dramatically. Yes. Yeah. And that just doesn't happen. Do a pirouette. What also was suspicious that Roger files immediately a multi-million dollar lawsuit against the shuttle service. So not only did he get the um, insurance, the life his insurance, wife, but then he was like, nope, I'm going to still sue for this other thing that happened. Right. Her, the erratic driving. Right. Oh, and him coming and killing the right, wife. Right, right. I'm going to sue you for that. They compare Mark's story to the actual crime scene photos again and now look at the beating of the wife. So he Roger was shot twice in the head. He's not facing the correct way. Roger says he was beating his wife. So he's not matching the pools of blood where he should have fallen. They're saying he would have fallen and twisted in position it's not matching mark's story but the second thing is that to agree with the two shots is that roger fell once and then as mark is on the phone and hears the moaning roger's either moving around or whatever Mm -hmm. or mark comes and picks him up or moves him and shoots him in the head again because there were two piles of blood one was Mm -hmm. a smaller pile and one was a great big pile. Right. So they think he was shot first in the head, laid there for a minute, and then after like five minutes, pulled up, shot again, and put in a different spot. Right. And then he just kind of bled out at this spot, which agrees, which shows that he was shot at two different times. And would corroborate the neighbor's story. Right. And not shot right away because he would have just fallen and bled out altogether right. in one puddle, right. trying to say here. So we see Tom Bevel, who I guess is a leading blood spatter evidence person roger harrington should have had donna's blood literally all over his whole body if you beat someone in the head with a hammer you're going to have their blood spatter all over your body all over the back of your shirt because you're lifting up your arm it's dripping on your shoulders it's going on your back you're bringing it down it's splattering on your face in the front of your shirt (laughs) you lift it up again it's dripping all over your face and if you're just hitting away on the ceiling you're yeah blood is spattered everywhere and you're covered with blood he had none of her blood on him just his own blood from his shots 
dumb ass. Right. Who had blood spatter all over their back in this high velocity blood spatter all over their shirts? Mark. Mark had all this cast off blood all over the shirt he was wearing while Roger had none of it. His cast off, the cast off blood was all Donna's. So Donna's splatter blood, which if he was cradling her, it would be more pools of blood or smears of blood. It would not be be these fine splattering that you get when you're pounding someone in the head. Oh, which we've heard terrible numerous times on forensic files. And then this is where they could have solved the case in maybe 15 minutes, I feel. Third, police found evidence in Mark's car. I mean, not Mark's car, but in Roger's Roger. car that Mark literally had invited him to the house at 430 because they found a note written by Roger that said Mark's address and the time 4 30 p.m yeah then they ask his roommates like the next day and they say mark winger called the house and invited roger over to his house to talk about him losing his job and see what they could do to work out to get his job back mm-hmm. invited him over at 4 30 wouldn't that have just solved the case immediately you would think and Mark's story to the police on record was he had no idea why Roger was at his house. That was the first question they asked him. Why is he in your house? And Rod and Mark said, I have no idea. He never said, I invited him over here. No, he wouldn't have been working. He wouldn't have been slow walking either if he knew he was going to have a visitor. He wouldn't who have been was on bring his treadmill. Coffee and smokes. Right. What an idiot. Right then, you don't wait four years. You say something's wrong and you open the case and you solve it. You don't, they close the case right no, away. You, you never ca- address like, that issue. I don't understand it. I, I, I don't. He was parked in front of the house. You have one job and it takes you four years to I don't figure get that. this out. If there is a letter that he was invited to the home, you look into that. And the blood spatter is right. Has there's nothing on him. Right, just his own blood from getting shot in the head immediately when he walked. And in the he house. was buried. Like, look, this is the murderer. He murdered. He hammered. He hit yes. someone with a fucking hammer until she died. And luckily, he was shot. Right, by he was her buried husband. as a murderer. So yes, he terrible. Goodbye, ashes to ashes. The cops seem to come to the realization now that, oh, yeah, Mark killed Donna and Roger. And he is finally charged. Donna had $200,000 of life insurance. He did also sue the shuttle company, but it was the suit against the shuttle company and them looking into that more that really seemed to open their eyes to really look at the case again. Not Which the fact, is the dumbest. Yes, that there was the invitation to his home and his roommate said he was invited over there. And he was having multiple affairs and married the nanny one second right. later and, and had, had 900 kids. babies with her. Mark's mistress, the friend mistress, said Mark was continually saying to her he no longer wanted Donna as his wife. Well, you think? I guess. He's screwing you. Mark heard the weird shuttle story from Donna. And right then it seemed to all click in his head. This is his way out. Mm -hmm. And he started piecing it all together that he could blame all of this on this crazy weirdo who says he hears voices that tell him to kill people and he could blame this guy for it mark then as the police believe invite roger over they're going to settle the issue of him losing his job we're going to say we're you know 
Let's try to work this out. Roger then comes over. Mark brings Roger into the living room and right away just attacks him. So they, gets the gun out. They think he said, get down on your right, knees. And just shot him right yeah. there. And like execution right away. style. Donna is still alive and doing laundry in the other room. They show the reenactment the Donna baby, in the baby and, like, and folding the clothes. Yeah. So she's cleaning while he's shooting someone. Of course. She runs out like, what's going on, you dick? Why are this loud shooting noises? And that's when he she notes she sees what happens and I guess starts running away uh-huh. and he grabs the hammer and starts beating the shit out of her the worst. right in the hallway, the killing worst. her. Then he calls 911. Does this fake crime? In the meanwhile, Emergency. the baby is upstairs. Right. Just his child Sick sitting there. Fuck. Yeah. He calls emergency. Emergency. Oh, what a wiener. Who yells emergency? He's like the worst possible narcissist because he's hideous. Yes. He has absolutely nothing going for him. None. None. His eyebrows are atrocious. Horrible. His hot glasses are just Absolute fucked up. Embarrassing. And he preys on the a on young poor mentally ill man. Roger, right? right? Who's like vulnerable. Yes. He preys on the most vulnerable of our society. Right. He's the worst. And didn't even treat him like trash. He yes. would have gotten the like minute he was in his nothing. house, he's dead. His life right. didn't even matter. It's None. Like, so evil well his own wife's life yes. didn't even matter right yeah it's he just, bought he Jesus. beat her you know what it takes to beat, beat someone, someone with, with a hammer. hammer over and over and over never. and over I could and over never when he's on the phone with 911 that's what they think they really think roger was trying to was still alive like got shot in the head he yeah and maybe was trying to get away or crawl away or was yelling. And that's when he hung up and shot him again in the head. Just really ending it there. Right. Mark does get uh, get convicted guilty. Thank God. I have actual first degree murder and he gets life without parole. Thank God. And then we see poor Roger's dad know, with his so oxygen sad. tank sitting on the porch reading and they just really just show him reading the paper and then he kind of talks about and cries a little bit about how his son that's when he said he was buried a murderer right all this shit doesn't matter in the end because when we laid him to rest we thought he killed someone right and his whole family had to go through that and that's the worst oh my god and mark winger you fucking suck he sucks bad he is one of the worst. What a loser. They're all pretty bad, but he just. Oh, gross. Who do, you, who do you think got Bailey? Because his other three kids obviously stayed with the nanny, but. Who's obviously dumb as I piss. I hope that the. Oh, I hope just her parents sick. in Florida. Yeah, right. Oh, so terrible sad. story. Very sad. Very sad. And she obviously had no real idea clue i you would think i mean her own friend is cheating on her husband and she doesn't even seem to know or i cheating mean with her husband. to be honest he would be if i married him i wouldn't worry right you wouldn't think he's gonna because stray because who would want it very unattractive yeah she maybe wasn't sighted and that's why she needed the driver maybe she couldn't see him i i don't know because she was so cute she was adorable she was way out of his league she he was out kicked beautiful. Yeah. Oh, poor woman. 
Absolute I am terrible. sorry, Dunna. We brought you down with that one, but he's in jail rotting, so he can go piss off. <laughs> he could have gotten divorced. Easily. Still married the nanny. Nobody cares. And leave the other depressed you leave the other depressed, depressed woman but then you in know the sanitarium right marry the young nanny still, who was probably two just, years old right had his way but <sighs> nope just pay for a divorce and not end up in jail and beat someone with a hammer and shoot oh someone in the face God. twice what a violent idiot he's the worst and then have everyone know you walk on the treadmill downstairs embarrassing anyway if you enjoyed that story and it brought you joy, <laughs> oh, if it brought you joy, you might be best friends with us. Right. You might really like us. So check us out on, you could just go really to the links on our show notes, wherever you're listening. Mm-hmm. And it takes you to all of our, all of our things. And you can look. Join our Facebook yeah, group. Join our we group. have a robust Facebook yes. group. They are funny. We talk murders and share Terrible memes things. and yes. make fun of each other. It's we such do. a great, yeah. happy, inclusive it environment. Is. It is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, in- we hope you enjoyed it. Give us a rating yep. if you can. We have had such great ratings. They've made us so happy. Oh God, great we reviews. So We've been so happy and thankful for such wonderful listeners we love you so if you get a chance to just give us five star rating of course just a, a five rating, star that's yeah, all we're that's asking all we're asking for. it helps us out so much to get noticed and all of that anyway enjoy your night or enjoy doing whatever your whatever yes. or whatever i said thanks last for time. being patient with yes. us enjoy your whatever yeah anyway good night we love you Bye bye